Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Loga the Barbarian. I've got Hodog with me as my special guest today. How are you? Uh, doing well, doing well. Good. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, you did beef it a little bit. You did Hodag. It's Hodag. Uh, but- oh, no. <laughs> I got Hodag. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logan the Barbarian. I have Hodag with me today. I've redone it. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, sounds good. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to make sure so you didn't go through the whole thing, you know. Oh, um, Hodag. But yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. And you were telling me that you might have a, you've got a game coming out here. And I'm not 100% sure when this episode is going to air. So it actually might already be out when this airs. Yeah. If you're listening in the future, it may <laughs> already be out. So yeah, that that's, uh, yeah, it's uh, coming out on the 22nd of February, 2022. So if you're listening to this, you know, in 2025 or whatever, and the aliens have landed, <laughs> uh, you can still go and download the game theoretically if the aliens haven't shut down the internet or whatever. 222. 22 uh, is uh, known as Trench Tuesday, and that will be when uh, Beyond the Hyper Trench drops. And Beyond the Hyper Trench is my space fantasy role-playing game uh, with a unique system that uh, I sort of created for it. Uh, If you're familiar with any of my other work, it's sort of a compilation of all of my sort of one-page games uh, that I released last year. Last year, I released 52 sort of either games or game supplements, one a week, just as a fun thing to do. And uh, I compiled all of the sort of space fantasy stuff that I did into sort of being sort of like a solo pamphlet style game. This will be a role-playing game for people to be able to, you know, uh, swing a laser sword and uh, <laughs> jump from spaceship to spaceship and, you know, defeat a evil space empire, that kind of stuff. Let, let me ask, when you say space fantasy, are we talking more Star Wars or Spelljammers? So, well, uh, we're, so you can run a, it's very nebulous, of course, you know, because I wanted to have a lot of the different influences in there. But I think it's a little bit closer to uh, like a Star Wars or a Guardians of the Galaxy or something nice. along those lines. <laughs> Not that you couldn't run a Spelljammer game with the presented thing, but it does lean a little bit more, you know, sort of technological heavy. So we're not talking about spaceships powered by magic, but we are talking about what the spaceships run on is not, you know, you don't, you don't need that, that sort of technical information. <laughs> We're not, it's not, it's not sort of like a Star Trek style game where, you know, you've got to have the dilithium crystals and the, oh, well, you know, <laughs> to roll for forward shields and ash shields and, you know, the gunnery station, uh, X, XJ9, you know, they can't, isn't compatible with the, you know, the power cartridge J2 or whatever. It's, it's very, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Flash Gordon, more so than uh, you know something something along those lines. Although Alien is an influence, definitely. So if you uh, really enjoy like something that did include some pastiches of some some infamous aliens from different uh, franchises, especially you know sort of uh, maybe xenomorph style aliens <laughs> so, too. So there's some of that in there, and you know just uh, just sort of a mishmash of what I would describe as high fantasy, or maybe not so much as you know, just very, uh, a mishmash of things. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. I've, I've heard it said that there's like, there's two, there's two sorts of, of sci-fi nerds out there. There's, you got your Star Trek and your Star Wars folks. 
Were you more of a, I'm going to assume that you're probably more of a Star Trek than Star Wars folk, but I could be wrong. Am I on? Am I hitting it? I was, so growing up, I was, uh, Star Wars was my first love. So you were, (laughs) you were, you were kind of uh, uh, wrong about that one. When I was very young, I was huge into Star Wars. uh, And then I came into Star Trek later. I grew up on a a huge farm and uh, I was up late with uh, nursing a a calf that wasn't doing very well. (laughs) And uh, we, we had we had this cow in our living room and uh, I'm, I'm bottle feeding the cow inside of our, our, our house. And, you know, it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm bottle feeding this cow and I'm watching TV and uh, they had Star Trek reruns on for whatever reason. So I'm bottle feeding the cow. I think it's called Bread and Circuses, the episode where they go and it's like sort of a modern day Roman empire that they they go to. But it's the first, and I was like, this is incredible. And is this classic Trek or next gen? That's TOS. Yeah, TOS. Okay. It was TNG era, you know, it was in the 90s. Yeah. But the, uh, and then uh, I used to babysit my grandma on Saturday nights when my grandpa would go to <laughs> the country and Western show. So I'd go and uh, I would, I would I would catch like uh, a TNG and a Voyager. I think they had a uh, in in syndication. So I definitely definitely watch a lot of uh, Star Trek. I'm a huge DS9 fan. At heart, if I had to really choose, it would be a heartbreaker. But I I'd, I'd probably pick Star Wars. So <laughs> see, I, my number one is Doctor Who since I was a kid watching. On PBS. Oh yeah, I. I but, didn't come into that, <laughs> but then I just devoured everything that I possibly oh, yeah. could. I've got a signed picture of Colin Baker. I I love Doctor Who. I love I love classic <laughs> Who. So for sure, I'm obsessed with classic. I was more of a Star Wars fan. My dad raised me on the original series. We watched it a lot. When the movies came out, we'd watch them. And I feel that I should be more into Star Trek than I am. I think my favorite Star Trek is that Discovery and the new stuff is coming out now. Oh, oh no, man! I I, I absolutely <laughs> absolutely love uh, uh, love love Disco, and uh, I've you know I I kind of go back and forth about uh, what Lower Deck because it's like you know it's like sometimes like oh this is this is pretty good I'm having a good time or whatever, and then sometimes I'm like I'll watch an episode and I was like. These are the same jokes you told last week. So uh, (laughs) I love, I love, especially the uh, third and fourth seasons of of Disco. Absolutely. I didn't finish the lower decks. Um, (laughs) I didn't didn't finish. I don't, I got a problem. I have a real hard time watching cartoons. Yeah, for sure. I have two kids and we watched a lot. And when you put on a cartoon, I had something happens. I think it's like trauma or something for me. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what, fuck, I hate, I almost said the F word here. I try not to. <laughs> oh, no. I hate Nemo. That little fish, like with a passion. I hate that. I hate, I, I, I can't say this without cursing. I'm trying not to. <laughs> I hate that fish. It would, I, so I have a hard time with cartoons after raising children. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I used to work at a movie theater. This was back in high school and uh, one of my friends was a projectionist. So I'd go up and hang out with him up in the projection booth because I was an usher and I'd work front and, you know, whatever. So I'd, you know, give people their sodas and popcorn or whatever. But I, anyways, I'd go hang out with my buddy that was a projectionist. So we'd go upstairs, go into the booth, you know, where they have all the projectors that go down into the screens. And they used to have, if there was like dynamic was the other one, but one of the thing was called flat. It was called a, like a, a flat style uh, sort of projection and so 
when, when he was up there, he was like, check this out. We walk over to the booth where, you know, they've got the projector set up and uh, it's uh, Finding Nemo. You'd write the title of the film. So it was Finding Nemo. But like the type of uh, projection that it was, was flat. So it was Finding Nemo flat, like he got stepped on. And for whatever reason, that was just the biggest joke at our theater. It was like, oh no, poor Nemo. Every time we like go upstairs. So uh, oh, <laughs> it Nemo. was pretty oh, funny. Yeah. I can't. I had the, I had a stepson at the time when that had come out, and he had to watch that thing every day many times. <laughs> oh my, I, oh I can't take it. It's too much. I see that thing bothers me. Anyways, new subject off the list. Okay, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I don't want so when it comes to when it comes to lower decks, I've not watched it much because I have a hard time with animation. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, it's 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 it can be very clever in spots. Um, I don't dislike the characters, but I do think that the uh, the the jokes do tend to be a bit repetitive. But uh, as far as uh, Discovery goes, I haven't seen that new Picard series. But yeah, I uh, I definitely do really like the uh, Discovery, especially the the sort of they take a sharp turn in the third uh, third series, the third uh, season. And I really like the stuff. There's a small time jump type thing, and it's it's great. So anyway, <laughs> I like. Sure. Oh yeah, I love. I've I've been keeping up with Discovery and watching it, and I love it. And the the thing is, though, when it comes to like Discovery, it can be out for a couple of weeks before I watch it and watch a few episodes, and I don't have yeah, to watch I, him. I like to shotgun him too. And, but I, when it comes to like Star Wars, like when Mandalorian's out, it's like, oh, it's Star Wars out. I, I, I as soon as it's available, I'm like, oh, I got, hey, hey, it's it's six a.m. I can get get up watching. I gotta yeah, see it now. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotta same, see it now. Same, I can't same. wait. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I do think that those tend to be more episodic, though. So that's episodic as versus like uh, definitely. I think Discovery is better with the binge watch. You know, yeah. more you got, you get two or three of them in a row. It's more satisfying than like. You know, if you're watching Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian or uh, any of those <laughs> shows, it's like it's like, yeah, I got to because otherwise they'll get spoiled. I don't yeah, think too yeah. many people are out here trying to spoil Discovery, which is nice. Yeah. It's good. Nobody yeah. spoiled any of the Discovery for me. I didn't start it until I think the second season was out. None of it was spoiled. I had no clue what was going on. It was Spock. Oh, I just spoiled it for someone. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's been out for a few years now, so I think you're in the clear. But yeah, when Spock and Pike walked on, I was like, no way. It's Spock. <laughs> yeah, wow. for sure for sure yeah <laughs> so great great cast it. great cast of discovery for sure so but uh yes yeah, as, as soon as as soon as mandalorian drops i'm i'm on it yeah <laughs> well, let me ask well because we're gonna we're, we're gonna blow all of our time before i can ask the question so what sure. is the system like so so um it's a it's a d20 style system uh we're going into it with uh the sort of you're rolling a d20 Initially, as you progress, instead of like, uh, I, I grew up with third edition Dungeons and Dragons. My first game was second, I went to third, and I played third for like 17 years, and then I went to fifth. But throughout that time, I played every single system that you could possibly play. And my idea was, is what if instead of having like skill bonuses, like in third edition, where you get skill bonuses, or just a flat bonus in fifth, what if you, ch instead of 
like upgrading your pluses, what if you change the way that you roll? So my sort of like uh, system that I have is you roll, initially you roll a D20, but if you put a certain amount of ex- sort of experience, what they're called star points in my game, later on in the series, they'll change what they're called. So uh, I've got a fantasy system that I'm working on right now. They're called sword points, but whatever, the sort of experience points, you build up your level of your experience And then your second one is advanced. So you're rolling regular, you're rolling advanced. When you go to advanced, you get to roll 2d10. You're not rolling d20 anymore, rolling 2d10. And then if you go to the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, upgraded, that was upgraded. Advanced is 2d20, take the highest. So that's sort of like rolling at advantage in like fifth edition. And then if you have a mastered skill, you're an oath keeper, right? So that's my sort of like space wizard, mm-hmm. you know, sort of monastic space wizard, if you know what I'm saying. And I yeah. think you do. <laughs> you so you 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 you're this 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 sort of epic laser sword wielding, you know, beam beam sword guy. <laughs> you have you you have that. You're rolling ten plus. 1d10 so you automatically get that 10 so as you progress in your character's level you're actually rolling much higher and then you know we have some other statistics so there's a i i kind of you know melded a lot of things i love phase rip right the uh the old oh i love the old marvel your role playing <laughs> right so you're you're it's not like a strength situation you actually do have a fighting stat right it's called like a combat stat and basically um i forget what i called it I've, I've been working on it and my, my brain's mush, but the, uh, uh, so you're, you're not just doing that, but then you have like ability and information. So you're rolling in kind of like these very nebulous things, but each one has a sort of a substat underneath of it. So you're, so you're right rolling your fighting or your combat or whatever. I forget what I call it. I don't have it in front of me, but the, uh, uh, each substat would be like, okay, well, I'm using a melee weapon here, right? So I'm using a standard melee weapon. So it's like a sword or a club or something like that. So you, so you've upgraded that to your sort of, uh, all the way to advanced up through upgraded. So you're, you're, you're rolling 2d20 and taking the highest on it. But you know, if you're using say a, uh, let's say a laser pistol, you only, you don't have, you're just rolling regular. So you're rolling that 1d20 plus your fighting stat. So it's it's very simple. I don't do a lot of complicated math stuff. This is not for someone setting up a whole board full of, you know, characters and pieces and everything. This is for meant for maybe online play, or if you're sitting at the table, you can definitely do a beer and pretzel style, you know, game here. It's not going to be something where you, you have to memorize a lot of stuff or, oh, well, I've got, you know, uh, sneak attack and that does, you know, an extra whatever. It, th- this is very simple math was w- what we're going for. I need to ask you, can you, we're running out on time. Could you tell yeah. the listeners where they can find you and your games online? Absolutely. Hodagrpg.itch.io uh, will be where it's where it's located at. And then uh, eventually I'm probably going to put this up on uh, drive through. So also that's all we got time for today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. And those of you that have, thank you so much. That really helps. You can find us online at wobbliesandwizards.com or on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom. We have a Patreon now. Any support that you can give us, we greatly appreciate. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.